0: All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. So Kelly didn't like my music last week, so I'm mixing it up with a little Julia Wolf Rookie of the Year. Hope you enjoy. Hope everyone is doing well. Uh, Welcome to week two of our climate series, Rewild. And if you're in town this week, we're going to be... Uh, at Mission Hills on Sunday, having a conversation, uh, continuing talking about the four paths. So if you're around, hope to see you. Uh, And I'm going to open us up with a quote from Wendell Berry. What do you see? What do you see when you look up at the sky at night, at the blazing stars against the midnight heavens? What do you see when the dawn breaks over the eastern horizon? What are your thoughts in the fading days of summer, as the birds depart on their southward journey, or in the autumn, when the leaves turn brown and are blown away? What are your thoughts when you look out over the ocean in the evening? What do you see? So we're continuing the conversation this week about Matthew Fox's four paths, the positive way, the negative way, the creative way, and the transformative way. So I was thinking about how these different paths have worked out just in uh, the life of Mission Hills, and I was thinking about uh, the process that it took us to get started with the community garden. It was the effort of so many people in those early days back in 2016 and 2017, and then Finally, we found uh, a nonprofit out of Pasadena, Naturo Grow, that we uh, that offered to partner uh, with us and to. Uh, help us out because we had no, <laughs> we had no idea what we were doing. And uh, this is what they do. They go around and help people set up home gardens, help uh, communities set up community gardens. And uh, they were a garden starting club and they're actually based out of the Shume tradition, which is a natural agricultural um, interspiritual group uh, that is headquartered in Pasadena. And so in the Shume method of natural agriculture, it is intimately connected uh, to the natural processes of the earth. And so when they came out here to help us set up, uh, you know, they ended up leading, uh, several garden workshops completely free for the community. It is guided by uh, a profound reverence for the intrinsic wisdom of nature. And I remember the first time I met Ron and then Ron came out to, uh, who worked with uh Shume Pasadena and he came out to Mission Hills and like I said I had no idea what I was getting myself into and Ron was so knowledgeable and so sweet but he went around Mission Hills and he's literally eating the grass and showing me different weeds and plants that were just growing wild all over the property and he's tasting the soil all over the property and talking about how, you know, it's properties over here are different than over here. And maybe somebody came and dumped dirt at some point, uh, in this particular area. And, uh, just, I was, I had no framework or context for meeting someone like Ron or somebody that had such a deep and intimate knowledge with, um, stuff that, you, the average person doesn't even notice is, uh, you know, growing in a, in a vacant lot and he's over there, you know, sensing and eating, smelling, uh, all of these varieties of things that most people just walk over. And, uh, he was somebody that had a profound impact in the way that he, uh, approached the work that he did, not only, uh, from, just his knowledge of growing food, but just the way he he carried himself and the way he walked around and talked, uh, and he was somebody early on in those early Mission Hills days that uh, has a certain kind of resonance that that stays with you. And so I think about that starting us on this trajectory that we uh, went on as a community that really started with a garden and creating a green team and then expanding that to. Uh, all the different changes that we made to our operations and property and really just uh, the hundreds of people in the Mission Hills community that, that came out over the years, all the people uh, that have been a part of Mission Hills Church through that time, uh, helping us to uh, get connected to solar and all the people who were invo- involved in uh, that initiative and countless initiatives that we've uh, that we've done through, uh, over the last seven years, and at the be, you know at the beginning of the summer, Kelly actually uh, shared our environmental projects with uh, a handful of disciples, leaders, and churches from around the nation. In talking through how how communities can go about uh, this process of trial and error in work, uh, and we this past <coughs> excuse me this past year we were also featured. Uh, by the Environmental and Energy Study Institute for uh, our environmental advocacy in the community and how it's connected to our understanding of the the Christian tradition and the Christian faith uh, and so it can give us ideas when we think about the four ways in our communal life that when we we think about the ways of being and then the ways of doing, I sort of recognize that these Uh, paths are all interconnected in their ways of thinking about how we connect to God, ourselves, the earth, and like we mentioned last week, the cosmos. Uh, Charles Barak writes, the four ways are interconnected and they're like facets of a single prism or aspects of a complex symphony. Our experiences of sacred joy and sorrow can inspire holy acts of creativity and justice and inspired art making and activism can evoke numinous experiences of bliss, grief, peace, and wonder. So last week we began talking about how, uh, Christianity uh, needs a new cosmological framework or a different cosmological framework uh, than the predominant narrative, Uh, one that situates us within the scope of cosmic time, but also recognizes uh, our immediate, intimate, sacred connection to God and life right here and now as beings created in original blessing rather than original sin. Meanwhile, I did mention this last week that uh, all of this—the uh, four path, uh, original blessing—all of this got Matthew Fox uh, basically thrown out and excommunicated from the Catholic Church. So don't you know go reporting me to anyone when we're talking about this kind of stuff. So uh, we have to uh, in in this framework begin from original blessing uh, because from there we are properly grounded to move. In our lives and amid really dire times, from a place of goodness and hope, uh, restoring, not because there's a need for salvation, but for the liberation and well being of the cosmos. So it's just a different uh, framing of the same, of a similar uh, narrative. Uh, I was even thinking this really goes well with Richard Rohr's uh, order, disorder, reorder paradigm. Uh, also the need for the divine feminine and the sacred masculine. So we have the positive way and the negative way. These are ways of being, how we experience the world, um, how we uh, approach our lives in the earth, first with awe, delight, gratitude, while also creating space for recognizing silence, suffering, and injustice. So we we go from those uh, the positive way and the negative way, the inter- interplay between those two, to the creative way and the transformative way. And we can think of those uh, more like in the context of what I was just describing with the journey of Mission Hills, the how we uh, express our, our lives through art and science for the healing and liberation of all people in the planet. So ways of being would be last week, and then this would be ways of doing, you could say. So in the creative way, we remember, um, we think of uh, God as creator in the spirit of creativity, the spirit of creative activity right here and right now. So the creative way liberates us. It frees us to, uh, to discover that we are all artists and creatives who have a kind of capacity to, to find beauty, love deeply, uh, and innovate as, as co-creators in the very unfolding of God in the universe. And so uh, this can be through uh, through art or music, uh, but it could also be through um, sports or connecting with other people or being out in nature, uh, creativity in sort of a broad uh, spectrum of uh, definition. And there, from, from the creative, uh, we move through the transformative way, which is uniting us through acts of compassion and justice uh, with the divine who is in all things, but especially for the poor and the marginalized. Joanna Macy, she calls this, uh, the work that reconnects the work that reconnects. So, uh, since we honor the sacred in ourselves and in creation, we honor the wounds of injustice. We are able to face ecological crises. Uh, I said that so many times on the podcast last week, uh, (laughs) uh, Ecological, when I say crises, you take a drink. Uh, we've, we can face ecological crises uh, with courage and resilience, okay? Um, so the ways of creativity and transformation work for the liberation of all. This honors uh, all traditions, cultures, uh, and creatures. And we recognize many of whom uh, are being harmed today by corporate capitalism's effect Uh, predominantly on developing nations and indigenous communities and vulnerable peoples around the world. Uh, On Sunday, we're going to take a look at uh, a range of documentaries that touch on the four paths in modern life, Um, how we talk about eco anxiety and how communities are co-creating grounded practices uh, that connect people uh, to the earth by sharing uh, sacred cultural practices that are more in harmony with Mother Earth, that are leveraging ancient wisdom uh, as a way of connecting people uh, to each other and to the planet. So to get us started for this week, um, some questions that we might ask ourselves uh, could be like, what are my values or core principles? What are my values or core principles? And how might they connect to these different aspects of The four ways. Um, Another question could be, who has been uh, an influence, or who has been a sacred mentor in my life? Who's been an influence or a sacred mentor? It could be somebody that you you know personally, or somebody that has just inspired you. What are what are the values and practices of of that person or or someone you admire? What stories or images come to mind? And then other. Uh, questions could be uh, how have you personally experienced uh, the creative and transformative ways in your life? Um, what connects you? Is it walking in nature? It could be painting, uh, it could be sacred activism? Uh, it could just be uh, in silence in in nature. Uh, and so we will continue to uh, talk through these ways that uh, are all about leading us uh, into deeper connection uh, with each other and the earth and the divine and all things. So that's kind of going to be where we're we're headed this p- particular week. And uh, hopefully that kind of just gets you started thinking about uh, these ways and kind of the um, this sort of movement from the ways of being and the ways of doing. So I think I'll leave it there for this week and I uh, hope to see you on Sunday if you're around. And as always, may we love God, embrace beauty and live life to the fullest. Be well.